0: Good morning, everyone! I hope everybody's doing well. God bless you all. I had a lot of stuff that I wanted to come out and talk about this morning, kind of on the World War III front, because there is a lot of stuff going on. But as I woke up this morning, I was much more moved to revisit what I think is probably the most important subject right now, and that is how do you place your faith in Jesus Christ? How do you acquire salvation? There are a lot of channels out there that have far greater details on the world war front than i do if you want to take a look at that i suggest you tune into canadian prepper he's got some very fascinating information in fact he came out with a couple videos yesterday with some rather startling information and he's usually proven to be pretty right so i trust his sources although i do always take what he says and research it for myself which i strongly suggest everybody does on everything and also on the World War Three front, paying attention to the discoveries that MI6 out of the UK has come up with in the last couple of days is pretty startling as well. Paying attention to what Finland is doing across its borders right now with Russia, building trenches and what they call pillboxes, which I had to look up and figure out what that means, because I am not entirely military savvy, but... That is apparently a military structure used for defending an invasion. And I also find it extremely interesting that on October 3rd, Russia is going to be doing a nationwide nuclear emergency drill for its citizens, which is fascinating because the day after that, America is testing its warning signals on every single cell phone and every single computer which quite personally, I don't trust. I'll be turning my phones off and unplugging my computers during that time on October 4th. (laughs) And at the same time, the US government is very close to shutting down, which may or may not happen, may or may not be significant, but I have to admit the first thing that I thought of With all of this, and by the way, the information that all of our doomsday planes have been scrambled at the same time and are in the air. I found it interesting that a government shutdown is an extremely convenient cover story for political elites to get out of Dodge without raising suspicion. If there's a government shutdown, it makes sense that they're all leaving Washington, D.C., that they're all going to wherever they're going to hide. So I just put all that together and just found that fascinating. But instead of diving into all of that today on this podcast, I'm really moved to talk about salvation because I do believe that we are on the brink of World War III, we are on the brink of the rapture, and we are on the brink of the tribulation. And so the best thing that I can do with my time is to try to help as many people as possible get on the ark, find Jesus, place their faith in Jesus. And I had an interesting conversation with somebody the other day, and she did not understand the difference between believing in Jesus Christ and placing your faith in Jesus Christ. She thought that was the same thing that if you believe in Jesus Christ, you're saved. I caution you to really examine that because I do not believe that that is accurate. And let me explain why Satan believes in Jesus. Do you think Satan saved? Absolutely not. Believing in Jesus is acknowledging that Jesus was real, that he died for us on the cross, believing that that happened, even believing that he was raised by God on the third day. There's one more step that is crucially important to salvation, and that is placing your faith, in Jesus Christ, placing your faith that he did this for you, covering yourself with his blood and accepting that that has paid for your sins and that you are sealed and that you have invited the Holy Ghost into your soul. Simply believing in Jesus is not what does that. And I think that's part of the reason why a lot of quote unquote, Christians are going to miss the rapture because they don't understand that difference. So I was moved this morning to share a story about myself that I have actually never told anybody about how I began my journey into my relationship with Jesus Christ and placing my faith in Jesus. I never told anybody this, but it taught me a lot in one second. And that was the hurdle that I needed to understand in order to place my faith in Jesus because I was the same. Again, I was not raised with this stuff. I only got saved um, around 2020. Okay. So it's only been a couple years that I have been reading the scripture and building my relationship with Jesus. So what happened was in 2019 I was invited to a church and I was listening to the pastor do his service and he did an exercise and he asked everybody to close their eyes and he asked everybody, picture standing in front of the cross that Jesus was on. Now, I want to preface this by saying this is a big mistake, in my opinion, that churches make, that pastors make, that is a beautiful tool of Satan. And I'm going to explain why. Jesus is no longer on the cross. Jesus was on the cross once, 2,000 years ago, He has not been on the cross. He is not still on the cross. He is finished with the cross. He's never going back to the cross. Picturing him on the cross is a tactic. I believe that Satan uses to keep good people from actually taking that step that I'm about to talk about, placing your faith in Jesus. Let me tell the story and I'll explain why. So he asked everybody in the church to close their eyes and picture standing in front of the cross with Jesus on the cross. And he said, picture yourself getting on your knees and asking Jesus for help. And so I was picturing myself and I tuned everything out and I I couldn't do it. And I know exactly why I couldn't do it. What good person could look at somebody suffering on a cross and ask him for something? Do you see why that's a good trick to keep people from taking that so necessary step? So in my vision, I looked up at Jesus and instead of following what the pastor said, I saw myself ask Jesus if he was okay and could I do anything for him. And in that moment, something changed in my vision and Jesus was no longer on the cross. and He was standing in front of me and he looked at me with this really loving and very wise smile. And he said to me, you realize that's what your problem is, right? And I was so affected by that. I started bawling in the in the church. And I was, of course, trying to hide my tears and make it go away, but I never forgot that. And after I left the church, I kept thinking about that. And I kept thinking about what he meant and I knew what he meant. He was telling me the biggest block that I am having is that I don't know how to ask him for help. I don't know how to place my faith in him. I know how to believe in him. I know how to believe what he did for humanity. But I didn't know how to place my faith that I was being cared for. That I could ask him for help, that I could get help from Jesus. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to feel that. And I don't think that I am the only one on this planet who has lived a life like that. I think a lot of beautiful, good, loving souls who are children of God by nature have been so hurt by circumstances on this planet that we learn from a very early age that we can't get help from anybody. Because you know what? On this planet, you can't. In my life, I grew up in a situation where the people who were supposed to protect me didn't. The people who were supposed to love me didn't the people who called themselves my friends and were supposed to be on my side weren't i've had a lifetime of lessons of people walking away people saying that they care but their behavior shows that they absolutely didn't and so i've had lessons since the time that i was a child that i'm in this on my own and i've got to take care of myself that That was allowed to happen to me by God, but that is a trick of Satan. And let me explain what I mean by that. Sometimes the most merciful thing that God can do is let you bleed. Sometimes the most merciful thing that God can do is let you hurt because hurt and pain on this planet is the one thing that can shatter the illusion of this planet. It's the one thing, that can break the trance that Satan has us all under so that we can see God. It's very difficult to see God when you're totally happy, totally comfortable, everything seems fine, you seem totally safe. There's not a part of you that feels like you need him. When you're broken, when you're hurt, when you're being attacked, that's when you realize, when you see evil, that's when you realize you, you know that there's God. That's what happened to me. And ever since I had that experience in the church, I made a conscious effort to change my thinking. You know, I used to hear people say, God's going to take care of me, God's taking care of me. And I used to automatically say to myself, you're lucky, I don't have that. I had to actively change that thought process. I had to actively start to step off that cliff and dare to believe that Jesus could be taking care of me too. And it's hard. When you spend a lifetime not relying on anybody, that is a hard, hard step. So for those of you out there in the same boat, I get it. However, when you do it, when you take that step, even if it feels like you're falling, He catches you. And I haven't looked back since. So placing your faith in Jesus is not only believing in His work on the cross, believing that He took all of this punishment and and death for us on our behalf to save our souls it's it's believing that but it's also having the faith that you could stand up and let yourself fall completely backwards off a cliff and know he's gonna catch you that's faith that's placing your faith in jesus christ when you know he's got you when you get yourself to that point where you believe it no matter what i know jesus has me That's faith. And when you get to that point, you feel it. I remember I had done the sinner's prayer and I had verbally said all of the things that I needed to say and I was actively working on believing these things with my heart. And then there was one day after all of this kicked in and I was driving home, beautiful sunset, and I did the sinner's prayer by myself in the car. My version of the sinner's prayer. There is no incantation. You don't have to do a ritual It's simply your acknowledgement of all of this. I did my version of it and I felt an immediate shift. I started crying. Everything opened up and I felt the Holy Spirit come into me. Now, some people never feel that and that's okay. But once you really do have the Holy Spirit in you, there will come a time where you will feel it and you will feel a major shift in your life. It's really important. You have to take that step into placing your faith in Jesus Christ. That is the key to salvation. Not just believing what he did, not just believing that he's the son of God, not just believing it, but placing your faith that you are part of that. Placing your life and your soul in the hands of Jesus Christ, allowing him and only him to come into your soul and seal you in. I hope that helps again. I don't know why I was moved to share that, but I think in the beginning, that would have helped me if I hadn't had that vision in the church. I don't know that I ever would have understood that difference and it's key. It's really key. The entire theme of scripture is faith. Do you have the strength to have faith, to let faith be your sight. That's the key and the window on the age of grace is closing and it's closing fast guys i really do believe that we don't have a lot of time left so if you are called to podcasts like this please take the time first corinthians 15 one through 4 place your faith in jesus christ now is the time to do it you still have time it doesn't take long And you only got to do it once and you only got to believe it and breathe it in and you're sealed. All right. um, Eyes up. Hold fast. Keep your eyes on Jesus because he's coming. I love you guys.